And we're live. Welcome to Daily Confidence for Entrepreneurs. My name is Mustafa Hussein, your host for the show. At Daily Confidence, we share tips, strategies, and actionable advice that you could use to boost your conference confidence around different areas of your business on a daily basis. We talk about topics such as mindset, sales and marketing, strategy, uh, finances, dealing with people, hiring, firing, you know, you name it. There are so many different areas in business and we need to have confidence in different areas. And that's what we talk about. I have an amazing guest today, Mary Nunley. Welcome, Mary. Hi, thanks for having me on the show, Mustafa. Great to have you. And today we're talking about how to engage your audience through gamification. This is a very interesting topic. So stick around and hang out, tune in, listen to the whole conversation. And if you're listening or watching this later, as is actually uh, uh, one of my favorite topics because uh, it's important. And here's why. A lot of people have audiences and lists and uh, the engagement on the list is uh, very low or none. So what we're gonna talk about today makes a massive difference. So stick around if you wanna make a difference out there. And so before I forget, please make sure to like and subscribe to our channel if you're on YouTube, if you're on Facebook, uh, follow the show. Uh, if you have comments, questions, feedback during the show, live before or after the show, put it in a comment or uh, in the chat box and we'll get back to you. If you know a friend who could benefit from the conversation that we're having or the topic, tag them in a comment and make sure that they see what we're talking about here. And uh, we have a, an amazing gift coming up. Uh, Mary is sharing a gift with you, which we're going to share with you at the end of the show. And as usual, uh what we specialize in is in is one page marketing plans for coaches consultants experts and the rest of the crowd authors speakers so uh, if you wanted to um create and implement your one page marketing plan uh i'm going to leave uh the uh the link in the descriptions of the show so you can go check out the upcoming dates and join us live and do that so let me do the proper introduction for mary and we're going to get into a very interesting conversation now mary and her son amadeus co-found co-founded the lavender dragon team uh, in 2018 mary is a master instructional designer thinkific expert and gamification aficionado along with being an award-winning course creator uh, when not behind a computer we can find mary checking out cemeteries reading or hanging out with the family including her four felines aka cats welcome uh, mary thank you for having me it's my it pleasure great to be to here see you. <laughs> mitch uh, mitch is saying brilliant great to see you mitch ah uh, hello thank you mitch. for joining us mitch russo so um mary what what is your story what is the story behind what you're doing these days so great question um i am one of those people who've never settled on a solid career. So my first career in love is the food and beverage world. So I've managed restaurants, worked for major hotels, all of that. Part of the gamification piece that we're going to talk about, though, was do something I was doing long before it was even a word. And that was making sure that my team was engaged and having fun at their job. So I would mm -hmm. do things like run up behind them back in the days when the little pizza guy would go pizza, pizza. And I'd run up behind him and go coffee, coffee, because we had a rush of people for breakfast at the coffee shop and we got to get them in and out the door. So it's like, how do you make the job fun? 
then I spent time in higher education. I ran a hotel restaurant management program at a community college, and I was the campus instructional designer helping faculty make their courses better online. Then I went back to the corporate world and I managed a team of designers. Then I decided to start my own business, and that was in 2018. And I was originally just going to be a freelancer picking up projects when I felt like it because my partner had just retired after 30 years of teaching. And my son came home from work one day and said, Mom, I just quit my job. I want to join the family business. And my first response was, what family business? Followed by a, holy cow, we need to make this work. You've got $100,000 in college student loan debt that needs to be paid off. We need to figure that out. So we had to figure it out. But from there, we really found out what our passion is. Both Amadeus and I are gamers. Um, he does more computer games and Dungeons and Dragons role-playing games. I'm more tabletop and role-playing. And why that's important is those systems and strategies that you learn playing games as a child come back when you're talking about gamification and making more engaging, fun content for your audiences. So that is the very short version of my story. Very nice. Well, it looks like you, you've got a pretty diverse background. and Definitely. Uh, I can't wait to tap further into what you do and learn more about you. And so what do you do now and who do you serve? So great question. We work with clients that are either small businesses that are trying to build their courses online. And we also work with a lot of food and beverage related companies that are trying to make their training more fun and more enjoyable and more consistent. And after the pandemic in 2020, we learned that diversifying was a good thing. So having a niche is good, but having some diversity is even better. So that if one side of the business is starting to go, ah, you've got something else. But through all of it, we like to incorporate that sense of playfulness and fun. Very nice. Very nice. So um, what do you mean by gamification? For those of us who don't understand what you mean. Certainly. So let me start out by saying what gamification is not to me. And for me, gamification is not just points, badges, and leaderboards, which is what we frequently see in business. It's like, oh, we're going to gamify. Let's have points. Let's give our, you know, our learners badges. Now we're going to have a leaderboard. That's effective for a small amount of people, but that's not really the whole gamification. Gamification to me is creating a strategy that brings in game elements that provides a playful, engaging experience to your audience. So it might be um, you know, a timer, like limited time offer, because there's that sense of urgency. It might be an Easter egg, like, oh, if you get this far, click this link, and boo, you get some bonus content that's hidden. It might be a collection mission where it's like, collect these four lead magnets. Except we don't call them lead magnets because our customers don't know what that means. But, you know, collect these four things and turn them in for a prize. So for me, gamification is a more broad-based strategy that incorporates fun and getting the action from your audience that you want them to take. Very interesting. Um, so uh, you could have a leaderboard. You could have click here to see more. And then people may be collecting points. And then for different, I guess at the end of the day, correct me if I'm wrong, are, are people getting rewarded for what they do or so getting I, access to certain things? Or is that yes. just, just a small fraction of the whole piece? So that's a small fraction. When you think about it as a journey, you want to think about what are your business goals, first of all, and then who is your audience? Or if you want to put it in gamer talk, who are the players 
from there, what motivates them? What do you want to do? What action do you want them to take? And then how are you going to reward them for taking that action? So if you think of it as a journey, so the leaderboard might be that end result. You're going to reward them with a leaderboard. And if you're in spots one through five, you get a prize. Mm -hmm. Or you're going to reward them because they clicked on a link. And just because they read through your 15-page PDF and they clicked on the link, a little video pops up with some surprise bonus content, much like if you think about like a Marvel movie. There's always like if you wait till after the credits, there's always a surprise at the end. And those people that are in the know know to wait until the end of the movie and watch the credits because there's always going to be some kind of fun, snarky little video. So how do you put that into your content? And I think we did a bit of gamification here when we start and say, hey, at the end, we're going to share a gift with you. Exactly. A bit of a game here, I guess. Uh Yes, sort of. Now, what would really make it gamified is if we said everybody who responds at the 15 minute mark with a question will get this special thing, because now we're also creating a sense of urgency. We're asking them to take action and we're rewarding them for taking action. Beautiful. That's a great one. uh so i'm gonna put down respond at a certain time Mm -hmm. certain time beautiful now going back to what motivates them how do you figure out what motivates a crowd is it do you need to sit down and think about it do you need to test it do you need to ask them how do you go about it so the answer is yes Yes, 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 and yes. (laughs) So, you know, the first thing you want to do is it's just like in marketing where we're Uh taught to figure out who our buyer persona is. You know, who is our target audience and what are they like? What do they like? What is their problem? So you apply that same type of persona to your gamified offering. What's Mm -hmm. the problem you're trying to solve and what's going to motivate them? So if I'm a busy single mom who's looking for a quick, healthy dinner, then I'm probably not going to create a game around, buy these gourmet ingredients, spend 45 minutes chopping and prepping. I'm going to create some type of an an action or activity. It's like, great, click this link and I'm going to send you five recipes for five five ingredient meals that you can prepare in 10 minutes or less. Okay. So that's the first thing. The second one is ask your audience, what motivates you? What do Mm -hmm. you like? What don't you like? And then the third one is is it's going to be doing some testing and and I I'm a strong advocate of A/B testing of we got this version and this version which uh-huh. one was more well received by the audience and also which version had the best results for what I was looking for so when you're whether it's marketing gamification whatever you need to know what that end result is that you yeah. desire because mm-hmm. you can't measure what you don't know what you're measuring. Very interesting. One one question I put out there, and I've got some really good responses. Is what do you hate about X? Mm-hmm. And I get some really good responses to that. What do you like about it? What do you dislike about it? I, I really like that. And then yeah. that would that would tell you, like, if if the people tell you what they hate about something, you know, there's some motivation in there. Exactly. And then what do you really like or enjoy about this other? Uh, would be the other aspect of it. Yes. And then the other thing to think about is. And I don't want to make this come across as a bad thing, but like what buttons are you trying to push? So if you think about the movies, somebody who likes romantic comedies, well, they're going because they want that like big emotional 
you know, oh, the girl, you know, the girl gets the guy at the end or, you know, they ride off into sunset or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're probably not the right ac- audience for an action adventure movie. And so it's, it's, you know, what's, what's motivate them? Do they have like this, like, I want to change the world. I work with a lot of authors and healers and things like that. Well, their motivation is they've got this epic calling of, I want to change the world. Yep. And if I come in with something about, well, it's about who, how many of your friends can like your post and do this and do that. They're just like, I don't care about that. I just want to change the world. So finding out what that is can help you design the experience. Very nice. So, um, you shared with me a document that showed different categories of gamification that I was blown away with. To me, gamification, like you said, is like get a point, get a gift, you know, do a backflip and I give you a cookie <laughs> or, you know. Right, yes. And, and, and so can you share with us some categories of gamification because – uh, what you shared with me, uh, I've been in marketing for a long time and I still had no clue what those categories were about. So can you mm-hmm. share with us and in in our audience what some, some of those categories, please? Sure. So just to kind of preface this, I follow Yukai Chow's actionable gamification theory. So if you really want to dive deep, I would go read his book, Actionable Gamification. Um, it's like, a I don't know, three, 400 page book. So you really want to get into the nitty gritty. But when you think about it, you've got eight core drives that drive most people, whether it's epic meaning and calling, whether it's a sense of urgency, whether it's social acceptance, like I'm doing this because my friends are doing this. And within each of those, there are certain game elements that are more appealing. So epic meaning and calling, that might be, hey, help me share this summit that I'm I'm putting together because it's all about how do we change a life? And for the folks that are really attracted by epic meaning and calling that leaderboard may appeal to them then because it's like, Ooh, now I'm changing 150 people's lives because they're attending this summit. Mm -hmm. Other people like that sense of adventure. So those spinning wheels that you can do online, it's that sense of chance. That's another gamification element. Hey, respond to this email by 12 o'clock midnight on such and such a date sense of urgency, gamification element, and your name will go into a drawing for X. That's that game that that's chance element. And so now you've got two gamified elements and it's not really costing you anything. Nice. 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 Can you share with us some stats and fact figure fact figures about uh, before and after we give gamification? Ooh, that one's a little harder. Um, if gamification is done well, and you've really thought out your strategy, you mm-hmm. can see significant increases in customer engagement or learner engagement. I've seen some folks have results in the 50 to 60% improvement in engagement. Okay. If you look at, let's say, an online class that is gamified not just with points, you will typically see, even with the points and the badges, you'll see an improvement in retention and completion somewhere in the 10 to 20% range. If you've got a really cohesive strategy, you may see that you've got, you know, 30, 40, 50% of the learners sticking with you because you're tapping into their desire to succeed 
and rewarding them consistently for taking action. And that's the key thing. And it's not just like digital confetti. Absolutely. So uh, what, what would be some of the main areas that people should definitely gamify? Oh, okay. In, in a, in a say coaching business, in a consulting business and the rest of it. So I would say if I was in the coaching business and I had an online course or courses, I would uh -huh. definitely look at gamifying those. And again, okay. thinking about what's that desired result. If I am in a coaching or consulting business, looking at gamifying your newsletter or your emails. All right. Good one. So that you build a consistent strategy though. And it's all about building a strategy. So it's like, if you think about playing a game, mm -hmm. you don't usually sit down to play a game of Monopoly without knowing the rules. And so you want to make sure that you're very clear on the rules. And if there is a prize or something to be won, you're also very clear with your audience about what it's going to take to get that. So it's just like being in school. How did I get my grade? Uh -huh. uh, I just threw the papers on the stairs. And if you landed on this stair, you were an A. And if you landed on this stair, you were an F. There's no rhyme or reason to it. But if I have a clearly defined set of rules, this is what an A looks like. This is what a B looks like the students know, and they can kind of choose their own adventure. Very interesting. Um, and lead magnets. Lead magnets are another part that can be interactive and gamified to an extent. That's what attracted me to you in the first place. Tell us more <laughs> about that. How do, what do you mean by gamifying lead magnets and, and, and why? Sure. So first of all, creating an interactive lead magnet is very powerful. So like many people are familiar with quiz funnels. That's a, that's a level of interactivity. You're answering questions. You're doing something. It's not passive. Uh -huh. If you take your lead magnet to an even a next level where it's more of a game or even just an interactive image where people can click based on what they're interested in. So if I wanted to learn more about your simple marketing formula, perhaps it's a one-page interactive image that's a stressed out person in an office and there's like six little text bubbles that are clickable. I want to learn about my target audience. I want to learn about my revenue. I want to learn about, I may decide to visit all of them. I may decide that I only want to learn about this one thing. When you click on it, you've taken an action and then poof, up pops a little 30 second video or some text with a picture. And then from there, there's a link that takes them to a book a call or sign up for a workshop or learn more. Same information you put in that boring PDF. Now it's more interactive. I'm also able to pick and choose what works for me. Mm -hmm. And so not only as the audience, I get some choice, but as the business owner, I can start looking at where am I getting the most clicks from? It's like, because you can put it in as like a mail to with a subject line that says mail to, I want to learn more about my revenue. Well, now you're going to know that that's a hot topic. So build some more lead magnets around that. Gamify it. Then you take it up a further level and you maybe have three or four of these lead magnets and you have a little picture or a QR code on the bottom of all of them. And you say, uh -huh. scan these. It's a collection set. When you collect all three, it opens up to a web page that unlocks maybe a bonus to your workshop or a discount or something like that. Again, you know, your audience is engaged because they've scanned all three QR codes and it's like, Oh, these are really serious people versus a casual looker. 
Absolutely. I love those examples. One of the things that we have done, and I think this is like very basic gamification, was we did a draw for an Amazon card at our live event and people had to be there to receive it. Mm-hmm. They really even 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 it's like when if it's like five or ten dollars, people absolutely loved it. Yeah, because it's appealing to that sense of chance and risk, but it's right. also tapping into that whole social acceptance because it's like, oh, I'm here with my friends, I won, you know, and it's like, yay, pay right. me back. Yes. Yeah, even if it's like small money, uh, it, it still doesn't matter. People absolutely love it, and they they just go. That's it. Really it doesn't happy. have to be this big expensive thing. It like, just yeah, it doesn't to have to be. Yeah. You just have to think it through. And so I'm going to ask you a question then about that giveaway. Sure. Is was it because it was important for you that people were in the room at that specific time? Or was it just because it sounded good, like saying, oh, you need to be in the room to win? We wanted to them to be there all the time. Mm-hmm. And we said we're going to do random draws at unannounced times. And you have to be there to, um, uh, to, uh, to win it. Because it's a for me, it's a it's a three day weekend at Simple Marketing Formula. They have to be there all the time because we teach really important stuff for three days, and it's not like I'm going to miss day one and I'm going to show up on day two and I'm going to take only an hour of it and see what it feels like. So uh, we were just trying to encourage them to be there. Yeah, so that's that's a really perfect example then because you had a very specific action you wanted your audience to take, which is be here. You're going to be rewarded because our content's important to you. And you've got this sense of chance because nobody knows who's going to win. So it's like, ooh, I really want that gift card. I'm going to make sure I'm in the room all the time. So, yes, that's an excellent gamification example. I've seen other folks just say, oh, yeah, we're just going to randomly give away gift cards. But there's no rhyme or reason behind it. And so it's kind of fun to win, but it's not adding value to your business. What do you mean? So like if I just say, oh, I'm just going to randomly draw, it doesn't matter. You know, I'm just going to, you know, nine o'clock, I'm going to pick a name out of the hat and you're going to win a gift card. But it's, there's not any major content that I'm trying to share or anything like that. I'm just going, oh yeah, I like to give stuff away. Got it. That's not driving impact to my business. It's not motivated. Yeah. It's not motivated. It's like, okay, great. So I got a gift card. So what? Versus you had a very specific we want you in the room. It's important. We're going to reward you for being here because you might win something. Absolutely. Would you add more than one gamification into an event? Like what's the maximum number of games we could play in a three-day event before it turns childish? (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, that's a really good question. And the answer to that is it really is going to depend. So, you have to think about why are you adding this game or why are you doing this activity and how is it going to make the event better? Got it. So you may decide that you're going to do a game at the start and the end of every day as a warm up. What did we learn? Who are you? What did we learn yesterday? And then at the end of the day, what did you learn today and have some prizes? And then in the middle, you might have some other type of gamified elements that are not giveaways or prizes, but maybe it's a, you know, pick a team, pick a group in a breakout room and create your own quest. That's another gamified element. Here's your simple marketing plan, work together, but you pick the people you want to work with and here's what we want you to do. And oh, by the way, we've got some judges in the back of the room on my team 
and they're going to pick the best marketing plan based on this workshop. And that team is going to get something. Absolutely. Hmm. Very nice. I guess one thing I'm thinking is like, how else can I gamify different parts of our course? Like another thing we get them to people to do is to post in our Facebook group to get feedback on their marketing mm -hmm. titles and names and whatnot. Which to me is to me that's game. Am I correct? Is that say that's a gaming gamification? It's, it's, it is somewhat of a game gimmick, but you like take it a step further. And if you're really trying to build engagement in the Facebook group. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you look at Facebook, they have some of their own badges, so to speak, about, you know, most frequent poster, visual poster, whatever. But if you create something that is tied to the community that you want to build and recognize people for their contributions to the community, and then if you wanted to add that point system onto it, maybe you build a little virtual store where they can redeem their points for product services that you already have that you already offer that you already sell but it's like okay if you're in my group for a year and you're you post every single day something meaningful now there's little stuff on the back end but you can run facebook reports or whatever to help you with that you know each one of those meaningful posts earns you five points you can now trade those in at our store for a book for a discount on a workshop for a and so now your community is trying to earn something. Yeah. But you're also having the community set the tone of this is an engaged community. We help each other. And you're going to find some of the more competitive people going, ooh, ooh, I want to, I want to be the one that's at the top of the list. And then each month, if you say, here's our top 10 posters or here's our top 10, it's like a mini leaderboard within your group. Um, that's right. another way to really do an extended strategy. Love it. Love it. And I think when it comes to, like, say, Facebook, people, including myself, have Facebook groups with lots of people in it that are not engaged. Mm -hmm. And then find, finding a way to gamify, to get people to connect, do things, be active, post, comment, like, share, and the rest of it. By, um, how do you go about tracking their points? Is there, like, a, a software system that tracks them, or do you have to do it manually, like? So in Facebook, on the back end, as an admin of a group, you can actually pull a report that shows how many people posted, how often, top frequency, top posters. So huh. you could use that as a baseline. You could do an honor system and just have people. Um, the other thing, going back to bringing, like, a, a, a dormant group back to life is create a digital scavenger hunt within your Facebook group. So if you're using like an education group where you've got units and stuff, say, hey, for the month of September, we're going to do a group scavenger hunt. Here's 10 things you got to find in the group. And that could include like if you know some of the people in the group and they're open to it, like I would reach out instead of just saying, oh, yeah, people are going to just start harassing you. But find out something like, OK, which of the people has been in the group the longest? Put it in your answer sheet. Who lives in Outer Mongolia? Put it on your answer sheet. You know, who participates in the, this annual scavenger hunt every year? Put it on. You know, so that's now they're starting to get to know each other. And then you say, everybody submit, you, maybe it's a Google form. You say, okay, submissions are ending at this date. Then you look at it. Everyone who's got all of the right answers, 
Then you go to the little spinner wheel and you do a drawing in the group to say, okay, here's the 15 people out of the 100 who played that got all of the answers right. Here's what the prize is. And if you do that consistently, maybe every quarter or so, the first time you're probably not going to get a lot of engagement because people are like, what the heck is going on? But as they see that you are consistent, regular, have a strategy, more people start to get into that snowball. And eventually you're going to build that engagement. Absolutely. Love it. Love it. Um <laughs> I really like that 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 strategy of the scavenger hunt in a, in a Facebook group. Who who is doing this? All right, that's their name, and then you. This is something you could do maybe even on a uh, weekly, monthly basis mm -hmm. in your group to get people to get to know each other. Really nice. Oh. Um, what are some of some big mistakes that people make when it comes to gamification? Great question. So I think one of the biggest mistakes people make is to not think through their strategy. It's just like, oh, I heard gamification and I'm just going to throw spaghetti on the wall and see what happens. Uh huh. You really got to go through that strategy of who's my audience? What do I want them to do? How am I going to reward them? Because there's nothing worse than saying we're going to do this. And I'm guilty of this myself. I'm getting better at it. We're going to do mm -hmm. this and then life happens or nobody plays. And it's like, Wah, wah, wah. So people then lose their confidence in you. So the questions were, who's my audience? What do I want them to do? Was that the next one? Right. What's the action I want them to take? What's the action? Action I want them to take. And then how am I going to reward them for taking that action? Take. What is the reward? Do I need to set set an end goal? Like, what do I want? What 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 do they want to get out of it, and what do I want to get out of it? So, you definitely want to set an end goal of what you want to get out of it, because if you don't know what you want, how are you going to decide what action they need to take? So, it's very similar to to marketing. You know, when you talk about calls to action, well, if you don't know what you want that person to do when they come to your website you're never going to get the result that you want. So even when you're gamifying, it's like, well, what do I want to do? Okay, well, this month, I want to increase the number of people in my group. So maybe I build a gamified strategy for my group to say, hey, my goal is to increase the size of the group by 50% in the next three months. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. And here's how you're going to benefit. And here's how you're going to possibly be rewarded. Very interesting. Wow, this is this is obviously um, a lot broader than than uh, uh, than uh, than I think or people, I guess, generally think. Uh, you know, I figure sometimes I'm not alone in the way I think. <laughs> you yeah, know, well, I think and... Am I the only crazy person who thinks this way? <laughs> and usually, it's like, no, you're not. And sometimes it takes five years for me to realize that I'm not alone. Mm -hmm. But. I've come to an agree agreement with myself to say that if I feel or think a certain way, there are probably other people who think the same way. <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. as entrepreneurs and uh, as, as lonely creatures that we are, if we, <laughs> we, if we make peace with that one sentence, I think life becomes a lot easier. I would agree. Um, what are some big no-nos around gamification? It's like, do not do this. Or are there any stupid mistakes that maybe you have made or, you know, people are making that you're like, do not do this. Yes. I know you said you got to have your strategy. Is there anything else? 
So the other thing is not getting so stuck on one technique or one thing uh -huh. and being able to say, you know what, this isn't producing the result that I wanted, expected, or thought. And so I'm a big advocate of saying, give yourself a deadline. Like if it's your first time doing anything gamified, don't give up after a day. But if after 30 days or 60 days, it's just crickets, nothing's happening. It's time to go back and relook at it and go, okay, let me go talk to some of those key people in my group or in my audience to say, here's what I was trying to do. Why didn't you? Or what could I have done better or something like that? But oftentimes we get so stuck in the like, here's what I have to do and I'm not giving up. It's like a dog with a bone. <laughs> right. I'm not going to let it go because I'm going to get that result no matter what. And it's like, Thank sometimes you. you're not. Exactly. And, and correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, here's another mistake that I have made. And that is copying something that someone else is doing and thinking that's going to work for me because yes. they've sat down and they've strategized around there. I'm like, oh, that looks good. So I'm going to try. And then I probably fail miserably and try to figure out we just wasted so much money. That doesn't work. Yes. I mean, so looking at it as a model is helpful. But then you've got to step back and say, what parts of it apply to my business? And what things do I need to change? Because guess what? If I took your strategy, my audience is completely different than your audience. So there might have been things that worked. But if our audiences are different, our players are different, it's not going to work because you're going after a completely different thing. Now, I could call you up and say, hey, Mustafa, tell me about how you came up with this strategy. Here's what I'm thinking. What do you think? That's a good way to look at it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, can you tell us about the gift that you're sharing with people, um, your ebook? Sure. So I'm going to preface this by saying everything I teach people about interactivity and lead magnets and having a really good lead magnet is total opposite of what's in my book. So please give me some grace on that. I am also a former educator. And one of the things that I do in this ebook is help you walk through what is what are the basics of gamification? What do I mean by these things? And what are a couple of simple things that you can do? Mm -hmm. Rather than giving you a short interactive lead magnet, I want to reinforce the theory that we've just talked about in the book. So then you can go out and start applying it and have that confidence of, okay, now I understand, like I heard it, they talked about it, now I'm reading it, and now I've got some actionable steps I can take. Then you're ready to move into that next phase, which is a more interactive lead magnet that I could offer you. Interesting. Yeah, I, I think gamifying lead magnets um, is, is, is crucial because a lot of the lead magnets are boring and people just download it, do nothing with it. And then uh, generally what I've seen is a lot of marketers and salespeople try to follow up with a series of emails that a lot of people don't open again. But I think that, but well, here's the thing. I think gamification is something that is hardwired in our brain. I would agree. From uh, from childhood. I mean, we are dying for acceptance and recognition and rewards and points because we've been hardwired since we were very little. If you mm -hmm. be a good boy, be a good girl, you're going to get a cookie. You're going to get your toy. Right. If you're going to collect your money that I give you, that's what I do with my kid. He gets 10 bucks a, month, a week. Uh -huh. And then before I know it, he has a hundred bucks, 200 bucks. He could go redeem to buy whatever he wants. Right. So he's learning to do that. And that's something that I think people 
um, will absolutely take action on. And uh, it, it makes a huge difference. Like, oh, it the, does. The engagement level that we were talking about. Yeah. And, you know, again, that more interactive. So think about your normal lead magnet, that PDF that people exchange their name and email for this download that they may or may not ever read. If you've got a lead magnet that's gamified or interactive, it's short, it's to the point, they're picking the sections of the lead magnet that most apply to them. That's giving you data too. And it's telling your audience is like, oh, okay, this is kind of cool. It doesn't have to be a 15 page PDF. It could be a one page where I click, I watch a video, I take an action. I'm ready for the next one. And they're more likely to share it with friends and family members too, because now they're having fun. Very interesting. Absolutely. Yeah. It's all, it's all about fun and engagement. And mm -hmm. if it's boring, it's like, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. I don't want to sit around and engage in some boring business interaction or, uh, I mean, if I'm taking a course online and I, here's why I, I think most courses that people buy, they don't even open it. Mm -hmm. It's because it's boring. It's not gamified, right? Well, or there's no there's no type of interaction built into it. Exactly. Some of that is a flaw with the hosting systems that are out there where a lot of them can only host video and text files. Yeah. There are some systems out there that will like, I'm a Thinkific expert. So we mentioned that in my intro. Yep. Think if it does allow you to host interactive HTML5 content so you can make your course more than just videos and text. And so you oh. can have scenarios and games and stuff built in where your students are going, oh, like one of my our most popular one is a uh, pathogens act game where you got to like have this trivia game and you're answering questions about pathogens that we built for a client. Oh, that's another. And then there's idea. a timer and it's just like, okay, you know, you've got 10 seconds to answer this question. And then, you know, if you get it wrong, you have until the timer runs out. And so these are for salespeople and they're just like, oh, this is cool. I'm going to go back and do it again. They're learning without realizing that they're learning. Absolutely. Now I now you're I, I'm getting light bulb after light bulb. <laughs> and then now it's like that, that. That's why a lot of manufacturers have their own build your own thing. Mm -hmm. feature on their website like you could build your own car build your own sign build your own uh, yeah. customize, your own, sneakers. customize your own thing yeah that's a way to gamify i guess uh -huh. to gamify to get that interaction and then also it's giving your audience the product that they want and exactly here's what i want yeah yeah within parameters i mean like there's certain things that everybody has to have Oh, yeah. Like, and they'd be proud of it. Be like, oh, custom design it for me. And it's got my name on it. And look. Exactly. Yeah. So you can do that with some of the learning management systems that are out there as well. Very interesting. And the reward is my picture, my name, or my own thing that comes yeah. my way. Or it's, it's, it's the, the digital confetti that you get. It's the, you've completed the course and you've accrued enough points. Now you can go into the store and you can get your next course for $25 off or something like that. And I think once they've done that, they're a lot more likely to brag about it and share it with the whole world saying, exactly. look at me, look what I've built, come here and do your own thing. Yeah. Woo! And look what I've learned and look at how I'm applying it. And oh, I had fun in the process. Beauty. Huh. 
I'm thinking, eh, let me get some feedback for you. I'm, I'm being selfish here. Sure. Um, <laughs> and, and the people that are watching or listening could probably benefit from this. I'm thinking of giving points. We got six modules in our, in our course. Mm -hmm. And we could say something like for every module where you sit through the whole thing, you get five points. Right. So if you're here through all six of them, you're going to get say 30 points, five mm -hmm. points for each. Would that be a gamification thing? That would be a very basic level of gamification. Um, yeah. So not knowing the content of your course and not wanting to get deep into the weeds and put my instructional design hat on in those modules. Is it more than just a video? Oh, it's live. There is a lot happening. Okay. Well, because what you could do is reward them for each of the different things. Like if you watch the video, you get five points. If you post in our Facebook group in response to this question, you get X. If you, so it again goes back to what's the action that you want your audience to take and how are you going to reward them? Okay. And what the reward and what they're going to do and what they can um, redeem those points on. Exactly. And sometimes the best reward in an online class is something that has, and this is going to sound really weird because I'm having a hard time putting the words together. Like, let's say that if I wanted to book an hour consulting with you and your rate is $200 an hour. I earn enough points in your class that I get a, a complimentary one hour call with you. Exactly. But it's got a value up. attached to it. It's like, because my, my clients pay me 200, 500, a thousand dollars an hour. However, you took the time and energy to do all of this. And here's what you're sending you a $5 Amazon card. You've earned an hour of my time, which is very valuable. And you can talk to me about whatever you want. Yeah. Oh, there are, there are a lot of things that could be the reward. That's very interesting. Very mm -hmm. interesting. But you know, that might be the higher level reward. You know, the little rewards might be the Amazon card or, you know, the other one, maybe they're featured, uh, Facebook live, they're featured uh, guest in your group and they get a 15 minute interview. Yeah. Fantastic. Now gang, uh, if you haven't got up, I put the link here in the comments of the show and it's in the description of the show. Go grab how to gamify your lead magnet ebook. Mary is um, uh, generously sharing her uh, uh, her uh, ebook with us, where you could learn how to gamify your lead magnet. Because most lead magnets, if not all of the ones that I've seen, are just boring as boring gets. Mm -hmm. But by adding this gamification component to it, you could make it live and interactive, and give it energy, and increase. Here's what's important: increase your conversion rates, right? Yeah. At the end of the day, we're doing all this gamification and engagement and the rest of it to build conversions. We're running a business and we have to make, don't forget this, we have to make money, right? Oh. I, I, Mary, here's what, I correct me if I'm wrong, but I think people get stuck on the gamification aspect and forget the business aspect of this. Can you exactly. give us your two cents on that? Yeah, and you're right. You're, you're, you're spot on. And that's why I really advocate that you come up with a strategy first before you start putting gamified elements to it. So it's like, again, what are my business goals? Who's my audience? What action do I want them to take? And the action you want them sh to take should tie back to your business goals. So if my business goal is to have five new potential leads a week, then the action that I want them to take should be something that drives a potential lead. And then I'm going to reward them for taking the action by 
putting them in a random draw, making, having them play a game, choosing whether they want to book a call with me or buy a product on my website, depending on what your products and services are. You know, like if I'm selling lipstick, I might say, oh, I just did this interactive lead magnet. I want that purple lipstick. That's a low price purchase. So you don't have a long sales cycle or, oh, I want a beauty consultation with you. I'm going to book a call. But if you don't know what your business goal is, then everything you do around gamification is going to be fun, but you're not going to move your business forward. You got it. Yeah. So, and, and a prime example that I'm thinking is people that post and try to um, engage their Facebook group members, mm -hmm. but there's no conversion strategy on the right. back. It's like, all right, it's a promo day. All right, great. Here is the tip day. Here is the this and that day. And, uh, but it's, it, it doesn't really do anything for my business. I'm just spending a bunch of time making posts, engaging people that leads to nothing for my business. Exactly. So have that strategy. So if tip day is good, that's okay. And how is it going to help you build your community, build your business? Now, if my goal is I need a 400 person Facebook group, then having those tip days and stuff might make a lot of sense. If my goal is new leads, new sales, new conversions, new whatever, I need a different strategy. Fantastic. Now, Mary, where can people find out more about you? Uh, we shared the link. And if they would just want to reach out and say, hey, I, I really need to pick your brain because you really got something going on here. Sure. So the easiest way to find me is either on Facebook or LinkedIn, uh, Mary Nunley. Or uh -huh. um, also on Facebook, the Lavender Dragon team. So, you know, you can watch all of our videos and stuff there as well. Beauty. That's a group? That's a page. That's our business page. All right. Beautiful. Lovely. So if you search for her name on uh, Facebook and uh, LinkedIn, you will reach out to her. Now, let me ask you some uh, personal questions. Uh-huh. What is some, uh, a new thing that you have tried recently? A new thing that I've tried recently, um, creating a ship out of a potato. Wow. Tell me about that. <laughs> so we happen to be talking during Gish week. Gish is the greatest international scavenger hunt. It's a week long scavenger hunt that I've played for 10 years now. And there's about 200 and some items that we as a team are trying to do. And like tomorrow I'm trying to get my hair cut at a dog groomers. Um, so it's it's just like really weird, unusual things. And so that's probably the newest thing that I've learned. Love it. Creating a ship <laughs> out of potato. I'm going to have to give that a shot. Um, it's got a sail have, too. Did you have to learn how to do it? Yeah. So I've spent a little bit of time on Google. Um, I had to learn how to carve a potato. And uh -huh. then what I discovered is that the potato will float unless it's in very salty water. It will or it won't float? It won't float unless the water is salty. Why do you need to have it floating? Because it's a oh, ship. Oh, it's a ship. Oh, okay. Got it. And part of the, 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 the task was to have it float. Very interesting. Uh-huh. So also there was a group of people who were building all these uh, 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 ships so and they had to. There's several thousand people participating in the scavenger hunt. And it ends this Saturday. So on Sunday morning... If you look for the hashtag G-I-S-H, you will see people from around the globe posting some of the many things that we've done. Like I, I'm, I'm going to be making um, a pair of socks out of dryer lint. My God. 
that's a that's a hell of a gamification going on right there. <laughs> oh, people it is a giant game. It is amazing. Oh my god! If you could get people from around the globe to play with you, that that's that's yeah. No, it's insane, and people like look forward to this every year. Oh my god! All right, love it. <laughs> What are your top two or three books that have made a massive difference in your life for a business? Oh, great question. So number one would be Yu Kai Chao's Actionable Gamification. That's that's really where I got the, the nuts and bolts. And I had the opportunity to work with the gentleman as well. Um, on a personal level, I would say American Gods by Neil Gaiman. American Gods? American Gods by Neil Gaiman. So much better than the Amazon show. So the book is just incredible. I read it every single year. Nice. Is it a is it a is it a business book? Is it a bio? Nope. It's a fiction book, but it really forces you to think about your perceptions of the world and how you view people and how they interact with each other and how letting go of the old ways is sometimes necessary. And when we hang on to the old ways for too long, things fall apart. Is it a thick one or it's not that thick. Okay. And if you yeah. like audiobooks, I highly recommend the audiobook because the author reads it and he's got this amazing British accent and it's just like you just listen. Nice. <laughs> nice. What else? You got a third one? Uh third one would be the uh, uh the go giver. Go giver. I actually interviewed Bob Berg here about that. So that would I be... have read the go giver probably nine or ten times. I've I've read it several times too, and every time I read it, I pick up something new. So I would say that oh. that would be that would be my other top business book. Amazing, 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 Mary. If you had a an ad on the internet, on Facebook or Google, where everyone on the planet who has access to the web could see it, mm -hmm. what would your past message for the people of the Earth be? Engagement matters. Simple. Simple. I'm not going to ask you more about that because we've been talking about it for a good chunk of time now. Yes. Engagement does matter. Mm -hmm. What's one advice that made a massive difference in your life or business? Don't cry at work. Don't cry at work. Uh-huh. <laughs> Tell us more about that. So when I was first starting out as a restaurant manager and was just very, very frustrated by my boss. And I was, I don't know, maybe 20 years old or something. I just like started crying and in the restaurant, there's nowhere to hide. And so my manager came up and she's like, if you're ever gonna make it in this world, and this was back in the seventies and eighties where it was really a male dominated, hardcore, you know, a different world than we are in right now. She's like, if you're gonna be a success in business, don't ever let them see you cry. Interesting, <laughs> very interesting. Um, what advice would you give your 20-year-old self? If it's not fun, don't do it. What's the story behind that? It's pretty much my motto. Uh, it has been for my whole life. It's when it's not fun. And and I understand and I I know that life is going to have its ups and downs and you're going to have good days and bad days, but overall if you're not having fun, if you're not enjoying what you're doing, consistently over the long haul, it's time to move on to something else. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, what you do, it must be fun. It, it, it must intrigue you and keep you or make you happy. And if it's not, then. Yeah. You know, and it's when I was my younger self, I took things so much more seriously. It's like, ah, oh, the world's going to end because this didn't happen. It's like, no, no, 
have fun. Fantastic. Uh, Mary, this has been an absolutely amazing conversation. I feel like um, we could go on forever. Um, is there anything that you'd like to add that we didn't mention before we wrap up? I would just say, don't be afraid to try something new. Love it. Love it. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm thinking uh, to add to that, I think in the gamification world, there are so many things that you could do that exactly. unless there are so many things you, you could do. And I guess you got to test a whole bunch to see what works for you, what works for the customers. And at the end of the day, which one of them will produce results for you business-wise. That's it. Right? So don't be there's a bit of, yeah. I mean, by talking to someone like uh, Mary, you would uh, reduce your cost with time and money. But I'm guessing there's still a um, testing period involved. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I mean, we don't. I mean, as a business coach, I don't have a magic wand where I could be like, "Hey, pfft, here it is, fix it." That's it. I could say, "Let's work on your strategy," but it's up to you to implement it. And it, right. you know your customers better than I do. But I can say, if this is what you're trying to achieve, here's some things that I know have worked for other people in similar mm -hmm. situations. What do you want to try? Yeah. And then to add to that, I think working with, with someone like you with that outside perspective with the experience, you could see from outside and say, Hey, but based on my experience and based on what I see within your customers, here are one or two or three options that will are more likely to produce more results or exactly. Yeah. And then you've got to do the work. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. Good. Thank you very much. You're this so welcome. Amazing. This I look fun. forward to um, uh, working with you. As do For I. For those of you who are watching or listening, gamification is definitely important. If you got any, if you're teaching, if you've got any courses where people sign up and they don't sign up for it, if you think that people, because here's what I, uh, my, my experience, I don't have pre-recorded courses because I believe that people are not going to. Uh, go through it based on some stats that I've seen elsewhere and my own experiences. I've signed up for courses and I haven't uh, done anything with them because it's just it was just boring. I'm like, I'm not going to do it alone. And especially if it's just like, watch this guy talk and blab for a good hour and a half to 10 hours. Yes. Right. So uh, if it's gamified and if it's engaging, and you're going to see a lot more results and for conversions sure. out of it. All right, gang. Well, uh, Mary Nunley. Thank you, Mary. My name is Mustafa Hosseini. You're listening to Daily Conference for Entrepreneurs. Uh, we will see you next week with our next episode and another amazing guest. Have a great week and uh, enjoy your time. Bye. Bye-bye.